I've heard I've heard a lot of people say, you know, you're not a perfect person, you know, the, why strive for perfection? But but if you think about it, try telling that in in sports. Try telling that to LeBron James. Stop trying. Stop striving for perfection. Why are you trying to perfect your free throw? Why are you trying to perfect your your dunk? Try telling that to Lionel Messi or Roger Federer or Muhammad Ali. Mm-hmm. It doesn't make sense. What's going on, fam? Welcome to the Adonime Podcast, where we watch anime with the redemptive eyes of a Christian believer. My name is Manny. And my name is Evas. And welcome to a new episode of A Flag Review for the Anime, Boku no Hero Academia. Which in English is My Hero Academia, for those of you that do not know. So today we're very excited because we have a special guest and he was able to come with us and join us on this episode. He's a dear and beloved brother in Christ and is also a huge anime fan, if I can say so myself, and I'm sure he will say it as well. And we're excited to have him on this episode. So please welcome Brian Flores to the show. What's up, man? What's up, Manny? What's up, Sebas? Thank you for inviting me to the podcast. Uh, I have enjoyed listening to your podcast uh, this past few weeks, and I am glad and uh, happy that you guys invited me to this one. Yeah, man, we're, we're super excited to have you. Super excited. I know how much you know anime, how much you live and breathe anime, and um, and you're a fellow brother in Christ, and, and you, you love Jesus, and we're excited to have that that input that you bring to the show, especially with my hero, because you and I have had many conversations about my hero, and you just always give such such good information that is that is really good. So, thank you, thank you so much for being on this episode with us, man. Thank you for inviting me, man. All right, so um, we're gonna go through a quick intro. Um, so, for the flag videos, just as a quick reminder for the flag videos. We we will rate the anime with three flags. So a red flag will be an anime that has very strong content and very little Christian values that we can learn from. A yellow flag will be an anime that we need to watch with discretion. And a green flag will be an anime that has great and lots of Christian values that we can learn from. So we're going to go over real quick the synopsis for My Hero Academia. And the synopsis goes like this. The appearance of Quirk's newly discovered superpowers has been steadily increasing over the years with 80% of humanity possessing various abilities from manipulation of elements to shape-shifting. This leaves the remainder of the world completely powerless, and Izuku Midoriya is one such individual. Since he was a child, the ambitious middle schooler has wanted nothing more than to be a hero. Izuku's unfair fate leaves him admiring heroes and taking notes on them whenever he can. But it seems that his persistence has borne some fruit. Izuku meets the number one hero and his personal idol, All Might. All Might's quirk is a unique ability that can be inherited and he has chosen Izuku to be his successor. Enduring many months of grueling training, Izuku enrolls in UA High, a prestigious high school famous for its excellent hero training program, and this year's freshmen look especially promising. 
With his bizarre but talented classmates and the looming threat of a villainous organization, Izuku will soon learn what it really means to be a hero. So just as a quick reminder, this episode flag videos do not have any spoilers. We would just go over general things that happen, but we won't go into details about anything too deep. So Sebas, if you could, can you please go over with us the rating for the anime? Absolutely, Manny. And as we've spoken before, uh, there are different ratings depending on the country. But for the USA over here on uh, for this anime, uh, My Hero Academia, the rating is PG-14. Now, Brian, could you share with us, do you agree that this is a good rating for the anime? No and yes. I would, you know, I have a son and uh, this is a great anime to show him, in my opinion, uh, when he comes, maybe, you know what? Yeah. 14 is a good, yeah. 14 is good because 14, uh, there's a lot of, this anime has uh, a lot to show, a lot to say, uh, but yeah, 14, I think it's a, it's a good rating uh, to start with, I guess. Okay. Money. What is your opinion? Is PG-14 a good uh, starting point for this anime? I would say yes. Um, though there are some things that that are a little, a little too much. Sometimes this anime can have, like the, the women, they can have like a little bit of cleavage showing a little bit. Or there's a specific character um, that is very perverted <laughs> mm -hmm. that uh he's uh we all know who he, who he is and he is he's really too much and i feel like that that can be that's definitely not an example that we should follow but his way of how he is with the women is really terrible and they don't honor women at all and I, and we have to be very clear with the fact that that's not how you treat women that's not how you should think about women Um, so I feel like that's, that's one of the, that's one of the, the things that we need to be careful with. But other than that, I think TV 14 is pretty good. So yeah, I agree with it. Yeah. I think that PG 14, it's, um, maybe I will move it to PG 15 <laughs> one year okay. older, but that's still, that still will give it the guys more maturity to handle things especially since there are a couple of characters that like to show a lot of skin, especially from this side on the breasts. So yeah, I, I don't know if I would allow my 13, 14 years old to watch it. The, uh, obviously, that will depend on the maturity that my kid has. But uh, yeah, that's something that I would consider two to three times before allowing him to watch this anime. Now, it's also good uh, to make it clear Even though we have mentioned this uh, over here on the rating, it doesn't mean that the anime contains a lot. Uh, these are specific moments, uh, specific scenes, and uh, specific situations in the anime. So it's not pretty often to see those kind of things on the anime. So you, right. I will say that you have, as it says, PG, parental guidance, you have to be there with your child. And if you see something that has to be directed or that has to be uh, said you have the right to pause the video pause the show 
and uh, explain your kid, hey, this is not a good thing. This is not something that we will do. This is not something that um, we should consider. Yeah. But uh, aside from that, I think it's uh, it's on the point. All right, good. All right, so we all agree that more or less it's a um, it's a pretty good rating. So, Sebas, let's um, let's start with you for the flag. Tell us the reasonings for your flag, and then at the end, reveal to us what your flag is for the anime. Okay, when we when we watch this anime, I think uh, this kind of anime appeals to every single one of us men, speci specifically. Uh, up to a certain point, it also goes for the woman, but especially as men, because we have all dreamed with becoming superheroes. Or we have all dreamed uh, about having superpowers. And uh, that goes into one of the, one of our innermost needs that we have. And why do I say that? Because at the end of the, uh, of the, at the end of the day, every single one of us can realize or can understand that there is something wrong with this world. And when we, and when we see that, we also get to realize that we need a savior. We need a hero. We need somebody to save us. So at that point, or just with that point, we can see how this can lead us to Christ. Because this fallen world where we live, it's completely fallen. <laughs> it's damaged. It's, yeah. it's dirtied by the power of sin. Right. But we need a savior, and that savior is Jesus Christ. Right. Jesus is our hero. Jesus is our savior. And he has done what anybody else could not do. He has defeated the forces of evil, the forces of sin, and he has brought us upon the Father so that we can go to heaven and enjoy eternity. Mm -hmm. So when we see this anime, I can see that reflected over there because that's a world where everybody gets powers and not everybody uses them uh, for a good reason. Right. But then the job of a superhero becomes available and then everybody is looking towards them. And mm -hmm. they become examples. They lead uh, the country. They protect the citizens. And they try to do things in the best way that they think. So I think, at least on that point, that will resemble us or that will point, that, point us out over there. Also, I really get, how can I say this? I get attached with Izuku. <laughs> Yeah, because uh, at a certain point he's a nobody. He doesn't have a quirk or a special ability. He doesn't know how to do anything. He's a normal human, and out of nowhere he's presented with this opportunity of having the power—not of any superhero, but of the number one superhero. Right. So that also speaks about the character uh, that this character uh, had to develop he had to uh, he's a person that is really humble that it's a uh, that has a strong sense of justice that uh, it's an admiring of the other heroes and even though he he knows that he has the number one quirk he doesn't consider himself a superior but on the other hand he considers himself as even lower or the same as the other heroes yeah, because you can you can see in his personality, he's always 
he's always looking at other heroes with admiration. He's always praising them. Oh, you're so amazing. That's super cool. This and that. He's always focused on the other, the goodness in others that it's, it's such a admirable characteristic of his. Exactly. And you don't see him uh, criticizing uh, others. Sometimes on a battle or something, they will say, oh, but he has a weak point and that's his weak point. But they say it more as an informative thing, more than a criti uh, like criticizing that character. So I get to love that from Mizuku, that he's noble, he's gentle. In other words, in a certain way, he's godly. Because he's resembling that humility that we are supposed to have. And that happens to us believers. Differently from any other uh, religion, we know that we have the truth. But we have to be really careful because sometimes because we think that we have the truth, we, we become prideful and we start boasting and we'll tell people, oh, you won't understand what I'm talking about because only those who have the truth will be able to understand. We have to be really careful about that. And I think Yusuku shows us that even though we know that we have the truth, even though we know we have the number one quirk, we shouldn't treat others with um, like lower than ourselves. Right, but we should treat them it. like, exactly. We shouldn't be looking down at them, but we should look at them, not necessarily with admiration, but with respect and treat each other uh, like the image of God, which is what we were created for. So when we see those things, I really get to enjoy this anime. Also, I like the battles. The battles are not only a matter of a pum, pum, a punch, kick. No, <laughs> they, they have some sort of a strategy behind uh, the characters. You get to enjoy the characters, the different uh, quirks or abilities. You get to enjoy the different powers. Uh, and you get to love most of the characters. So in my opinion, it is also a really good anime. Now, uh, if you ask me what is the flag that I, that I could give it, I'm a little bit on an internal debate because I wish, I wish, I wish, I wish that I could give them a green flag, 100%. But once again, there are certain things that you have to watch with discretion. So when we go into those specific topics, I, I'm like, oh, I guess I'll have to give it a yellow flag. So in my opinion, My Hero Academia has a yellow flag. Yellow flag for Sebas. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right, Sebas. Interesting. Very interesting. Okay. Um, All right, Sebas, thank you for, for sharing with us your flag. And um, I think uh, throughout this episode we might uh have a little bit of a debate here but it's fine but um uh, all right so mr brian are you do you want to share with us your your thoughts your reasonings and then share with us at the end what you think or how you would flag my hero academia yeah definitely uh thank you Sebas, for that enlightened i really did learn a lot even through the beginning you guys were talking about uh the rating i also changed my mind a little bit in there so thank you for that and that's good yeah definitely yeah so i i see my academia as a good versus evil kind of yeah. kind of world you know like uh like in the beginning it says you know 
this is a, a world where there's quirks. Some are better than others at this point. And there's this young man who pretty much has no quirk, right? Right. But even Midoriya. though he has no quirk, yeah, Deku, uh, Midoriya, even though he has no quirk, uh, he still, he his main thing is kind of be out there and help people. I took some notes. Uh, what I do like about uh, Isika Midoriya is that he has a passion and a drive to save people. And that's how yeah. we should be as Christians. Have right. that passion, that drive to go out there, do God's work, do what God sent us to do. I also like a few of the uh, characteristics of Deku, which is Midoriya. He is selflessness. You know, we see during the show that he has a lot of moments where he, even without quirks, he goes and tries to help. He tries right. to do whatever he can to do. Uh, he never stops smiling, even in the face of hardship and in danger, which is which is a continued uh, thing during the show. You know, if we look, mm-hmm. uh, if we read the Bible, there's a verse, uh, Romans 5, verse 3 and 5. It says, uh, not only that, but we rejoice in our suffering, knowing that suffering produces endurance. And endurance produces character, and character produces hope. And hope does not put us to shame, because God's love has been poured into our hearts through the Holy Spirit who has been given to us. Mm-hmm. And at this point, uh, I think a, a simile that we can talk about here is that that spirit that was given to to us is kind of the same spirit he was given to to Isuku by you know give by um, the number one hero giving him his quirk you know right. to kind of like help out but of course uh there's there's more than that when it comes to uh the powers because you know you're gonna get powers but you will be tested you know through right. the show you can see that uh we can relate to Deku that he struggles through through a lot of stuff. Um, a lot of characters, a lot of people, us, sometimes we struggle with lack of self-worth. You know, sometimes mm-hmm. we don't feel that we should or we're not good enough for to do like what God sent us to do. Yeah, like like that um like like that moment in when Izuku was a kid and he realized because in this anime you find out as as when you're a kid, you're a toddler. I don't remember what age but five years old. Five years old. At five years old is when you start to manifest a quirk if you do have one. And because most people have one, all the kids, you know, they're looking at these heroes and they're and they're thinking about, oh, what quirk am I going to have? Am I going to be able to be a great hero and this and that? And then when Midoriya finds out that he does not have a quirk, it's like his whole, Shook. yeah, his whole image of himself is just it's just shattered because he's like oh my gosh i have i have been wanting a quirk for so long i've I've been wanting to feel special for so long and because i have no quirk i'm not special and his self-worth is completely shattered and that i remember that watching that scene i I shed a Mm -hmm. couple tears because oh my gosh it was so it, it was so impacting to see to see him react that way he was just crying and and um so yeah definitely i definitely see see what what you mean by that and also the the fact that um 
when you said that he he desires to help even though he has no quirk and we see i believe is in the first or second episode where um he sees someone in danger and there's no hero around or um if if i'm correct there's a hero there but he but that hero is not he's not, not one of the he's tied right, up he's tied right up. tied up and doesn't know what to do doesn't know how to help because his quirk doesn't allow him to to help in the, in that situation and Midoriya with no quirk, what can he do? And he just he just automatically reacts and just runs. Mm -hmm. And he just can't. He's like, "What am I doing? I don't I don't even know how to do. I'm I'm just running." And he just it's just an instinct. It's just an instinct. His body moves without him even thinking about it. He just responds to to the cry for help. And yeah, yeah. I, I love I love what you say because that's true. Sometimes as Christians. We have we have this thing in our heart to tell us, go out there, say this, yeah, go out yeah. there, tell this person this, you know, yeah. and that's that's the drive that God gave us to go and do the things, you know, like like Isuku, his body just moved. Yeah, he had time to think. He just said it. Sometimes God pours himself onto us, and we just have to like kind of give it out there, right. you know, to whoever needs it, you know, right? To his, his Holy Spirit, he just. It mm -hmm. just moves through us, and we 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 sometimes we don't even realize what's going on, and then we're in the middle of, um, you know, ministering to somebody or we're we're helping someone go through something, and mm -hmm. then we just don't we sometimes we don't realize that the Holy Spirit is moving through us, and we also have to be conscious of the fact that um, we can allow God to work right here, right now, through 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 our own traits that mm -hmm. how how God has raised us. Because as he is our father, he he has raised us with certain traits, or in this case, uh, you know, I would say even quirks, where we have something to offer, and through the Holy Spirit, he uses that for his glory, for the advancement of his kingdom. So yeah, so it's good. Yeah, I have found myself in many situations where I'm talking to somebody, and and you know, sometimes you might feel you're not right with God. But you do talk to people, and sometimes you feel like because you you are a child of God, God uses you. So you'll be talking to some random person about anything, and then just God pours into you, you know, because, yeah. you know, God uses us. We have to be vessels of his spirit, vessels of his word uh, to, you know, to kind of go out there and, and spread his gospel. And, you know. Yeah. And it could be it could be something so simple because I can I can even share um a, a small thing that happened to me but it, it on, on the outside it looks small but so for so a uh, probably when i was when i was around 15 15 years old 14 15 years old um i was going through a really really tough time in my life and that was you know i ha i've i've been raised christian most of my life i i decided to follow jesus when when I was around 11, like around 11 years old. And, but you know, I, I hadn't gone to a church and stuff and, and I, and I was learning to, to lean on him. I was learning to trust in him. And then when I was going through that, through that trial in my life and I felt like, I felt like nothing. I felt, I felt like, like I was in the, I was in the bottom, bottomless pit. Um, I remember going to a church service and at the end of the church service, 
they asked people to to come up so that they could pray for them. And at this point, I was busting out crying, standing standing in the stands in the audience, and um and and my brother, my older brother, he he grabs me and he takes me to the front, and and they pray for me and and I'm you know crying and having a moment with God and everything, and then in that in that moment after after that, I'm still I'm everyone is still up or most of the people are still up, the pastor at that church told the audience audience get uh, go to somebody and just give them a give them a hug and i remember this man i remember him so vividly and he was like a like a stocky guy he was like a pr pretty you know he was a pretty big guy and he came and he gave me probably the most significant hug in my entire life because i did not know this guy and i never saw him afterwards it was just a moment of wow like 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 god god is with me god god loves me god cares about me and god is going to get me through this and it was just it was just one moment where one person just went to do a simple thing as a hug and they didn't say anything to me and if they did i don't remember it but it was it was just that moment that just impacted me and i was like you know i can i can make it through so even even little things we can't we cannot take for granted the little things that that god has given us even you know maybe i i, I don't know if if i don't know how how god works but that that's he works in just mysterious ways and it's it's beautiful to see that how how god uses his people with his with their different quirks if we can call it that and it's different just, gifts give gifts and it doesn't have to be anything anything crazy it doesn't have to be like all might's gift it doesn't have to be like all these superhero gifts it's the small things that can make something so beautiful a beautiful moment and that's what i love about my hero too because we see in in the characters in in the in the side characters in the classmates in in deku's classmates midoriya's classmates where they have these little quirks that some of them seem kind of insignificant but then they use it and you see how they use it and how they learn from it and how they learn to use it to get to the end goal and it's just amazing how how that works how um them by themselves they can do such great such great things with little quirks but also how they come together as a team supporting each other and supporting each other's gifts and using that to complement each other it's like the body of christ how it should be how one person is a finger and then the other person is a toe it might look insignificant but it's actually very very vital to the church of god to the people of god and the impact can just go beyond what what we can imagine so i just wanted to sh share that i don't know where that came from <laughs> oh, you're good you're good yeah we were talking about the the lack of self-worth you know Yes. Yeah. When you go through the struggles, you do, you know, as a Christian, you have your ups and down. Uh, but, you know, yeah. that's, that's, that's what the, the devil does. He tries to break you down. Uh, right. and, and that's one of the, the big ones, because if you don't if you don't feel worthy, if you don't feel like oh, like, you know, I'm just crappy kid, you know, I don't know anything. But God uses you, you know, God use yeah. God use the unusable. Right. God uses the broken. Right. God uses the tossed away. 
that's the big right. it's the people where he he shows like you know what i can use you man i can use right. you and, and i will show you you know go out there I'll, I'll, I'll tell you what to do you know another another re another thing that we struggle with is the lack of confidence you know and manny spoke a little bit about that earlier uh and and then you know the older you get you know because you start young through your life you go and you you get to know god and you get to know jesus and you go through life and and the closer you get to him sometimes things try to take you down and then um then you go and you find that you have an identity crisis at some right. point am i truly a christian am i playing church but deku yeah. like yeah it took midoriya through this whole time through his ups and downs people telling him you have no quirks you will never ever be a superhero there's right. no way you can be a superhero he still pushed through you know right. uh, and, and you know like a lot of kids also you know because of that fact that he have no quirks he suffered from depression he had people would bully him because of that and i think like if he didn't have inside of him to to be pat his passion and his drive to help people and to be selfless at this point it would have been a tough time for him but thankfully you know we do have somebody who was left with us with the holy spirit that yeah. helped us get through every single thing that the world throws at us because you know god conquered the world and and even now that you mentioned that it's also interesting or i like the comp the comparison that you made between the holy spirit and the power that almighty uh, gave to deku Why? Because at the beginning uh, of the anime, as you go through, you see that Deku or Midoriya doesn't truly understand his power. So he starts by attacking and he will break even the bones of his body because of how he's using the power that is not supposed to be used. And as he goes through, he learns how to manage to do it without that much damage and then eventually he gets to do it in a better way and then he gets to discover more and more and that reminds me that we us believers we have the power of god within us we right. have the holy spirit within us and sometimes we don't truly understand what that power is capable of Sometimes we see these big um, troubles that are coming, these temptations, these sins. Oh, uh, I battle with lust. Oh, I battle with pride. Oh, I battle with lies. Oh, I battle with anger. And we see them and we think that there is nothing that we can do and we feel defeated and we feel like, I cannot deal with this sin. Uh, maybe I'm not supposed to be Christian or maybe I'm not supposed to go through this. But this is a clear example that the power of God is within us. We just don't know how to use it. We just haven't been able to, we just haven't, have, we haven't had the access to it yet. We, have, we haven't used, to you, used it as it was supposed to. And the power of God, it's able to help us in anything, with any struggle that we have. The power of God is supposed to help us to defeat any kind of temptation that comes against us. And that's how big and awesome the power is. So we should never underestimate how, how, how the power of God is because 
the power of God is able to help us raise from any circumstance when we are battling with our sin. The power of God is supposed to encourage us. The power of God is supposed to drive us to continue. That's how amazing and awesome is the power of God. So there is no point on us as believers to get to think on our lives, oh, I'll never be able to defeat this sin, or I'll never be able to conquer this, or I'll never be able to do that. No, because the power of God lives within us. And that's something that it's amazing and that it's wonderful and that only us have the access to. So we should go to God. We should ask God, I messed it up. I fell into this sin, but help me out. Grant me your power. Allow me to go through there and so that I can change the way that I'm living. And I'm pretty sure God is going to do that. God is going to help us and we'll be able to defeat any kind of temptation that comes against us. Mm-hmm. Right. It's yeah. like, the, it's, um, sorry. Um, it's like, it's like when the scripture says the same power that rose Jesus from the grave is the same power that lives within you. And then in another Bible verse, which is, in my opinion, one of the, one of the Bible verses that is most um, um, used incorrectly, I guess you could say. Um, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. And you're saying, as you're laughing because you know it's true. <laughs> yeah, it's true. It's true. And, <laughs> yeah. And it's and that verse is in its context is talking about our struggle with sin it's talking about all things are possible through Christ who strengthens me in the sense of I can overcome sin. I can overcome the sin that is overpowering me through the Holy spirit and Christ who strengthens me. I can be holy. I can be obedient to the, to, to God. I can be obedient to the Holy spirit. I can live a holy life. I can do that. Those are things that are possible because God is with us. God is within us. So, yeah. And to, to, to tap in what you guys were talking about, uh, Deku, Isika Midoriya, receiving this power, we already have it within us. All we, ha- all we have to do is tap, just tap it, you know, just reach for it, you know? Right. It, it, you know, it, we have a manual. It was given to us. 66 books, just a love letter, open it. <laughs> it will talk to you. It will talk to you. Uh, and you know, like I was saying about going through different uh, things, that's another verse that I want to share with you guys. Is James one, verse two to four, and it says, "Consider it pure joy, my brothers and sisters, whether you face trials of many kinds, because you know that the testing of your faith produces perseverance. Let perseverance finish its work, so that you may be mature." and complete, not lacking anything. At this point, we're going to see that uh, Isuka Midoriya, he does have to go through so many trials. He does have to continue persevering because, like uh, Savas was saying, he just gets the new power that he doesn't know how to use that, and he's breaking bones, he's breaking, you know, like, so, but through perseverance, through I mean, he didn't break his bones, he's like, okay, I'm not going to do this anymore. It's too much for me. No, 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 no. He continued because he knew that his purpose was bigger than what this physical body is. You know what I'm saying? Right, right. Uh, so pretty much, you know, the show, this show shows you uh, that you can take pride 
in your struggles. At the end of all this, you will come on top. So right, like boasting your boasting your weakness uh -huh. type of yeah, yeah, you know, like you, you get better through uh, dealing with stuff. You know, dealing through different things. You know, you, you become better. So I will give this anime a green flag. All right. <laughs> we already have um, a difference. Cool. <laughs> it's fine. I guess I'm a little bit more <laughs> complicado, complicated. <laughs> and it's funny, so because I remember there was an episode where you said that I am more. How is it that you said it? I'm more, I'm more picky. No, not picky. I mean, sometimes than me. Yes, you absolutely are. But I, well, I want to hear this out because for any reason, I feel like I'm gonna be the only yellow flag over here. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what? It's interesting because in the beginning, when I was giving my TV rating, uh, I was so confused at where to put it. You know, and after hearing Sebas. Like you said, because we are in this world right now, we are so desensitized to seeing the bad stuff. Oh, you know, like we see this lady and she, her skin is showing a lot. Oh, that's normal. I've seen that in a movie or I've seen that in a different thing, you know. So mm. we become desensitized. So thank you, Sebas, for showing me that uh, I need to be more aware of what is what my eyes are seeing, you know, because. Yeah. Yeah. And especially with other, other people that might be, might struggle with that too, because for example, if we, if, if there's a certain show that, that has a lot of that and, but it has, you know, it has other good qualities and you, and you like being desensitized to that and you just focus on the good qualities. Yeah, bro, you got to watch this anime. And then, they watch it and then they're like, bro, I can't watch it because it's, it's just, it's too, I, I, I'm too sensitive to all the skin that's shown, all the, you know, and it's like, whoa, I didn't even, I totally didn't even realize because mm -hmm. I'm just so desensitized by it that, you know, it's crazy, especially in anime, like a lot of anime has that. So that's like something that, you know, that. Uh, yeah, you get, you get to forget be. about that also because it's, um. It's something so subtle that uh, you don't really pay attention to that. Uh, you might think, oh, she's wearing a bikini. Who hasn't gone to the beach and seen a girl in a bikini? That's not going to be a struggle for a man. That's a lie. <laughs> it mm -hmm. is going to be in the struggle. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. yeah, we have to be careful with that as well. Yeah, yeah. You know, there was a time where I was learning about, I had a friend who was Jewish and he was telling me, that I asked, well, why do they women have to wear the stuff when they go inside? And he told me that uh, they don't want the women don't want to be a stone for the men to fall because you know the hair is so pretty, you know, like a lot wait, of people. Wait, they so they go to the beach with something on their head? No, no, we go to the temple or like oh, example, the temple. like yeah, yeah, yeah. Or they a lot of other religions, you know, they wear out of respect for not to, to not make another man fall into temptation. Yeah. Like Muslims, they have uh, the woman wear a long robe all day long, even at the beach. Uh, a lot of Jewish beach. people also, they wear long skirts and like, you know, shirts that go up to here, up to the wrist, uh, to not be a stone for a man to fall. And of course, like I was saying, I was saying earlier about, uh, 
thinking Sebas for opening my eyes to that kind of view of the anime when they show a lot of stuff because you do not you do not know what a person's going through what their weaknesses are and if the weakness for some reason is lust yo you just throw him down the rabbit hole so be careful yeah. what you recommend to people and be aware of, of what you say and do yes um and i can for for me like my struggle isn't isn't the same after getting married because before marriage you it's it's like it's like the scripture says you burn with 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 a with a desire and then when you're married you obviously you know you're not burning no more you know what i mean <laughs> yeah you uh, soaking so the like so the 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 struggle is 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 um is not the same but it is also something that you still have to be careful about so yeah like like the struggle the struggle is 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 a little different but it's still something that i have to be aware of because it's like you said Brian it you we've become desensitized by it but it's it's something we have to make sure that we we take care of our hearts with what we watch so yeah it's true and you know i i learned about this the thing about desensitizing back when i was young uh, back when I used to, when I watched uh, the movie Mustn't Sink, remember that movie? Mm-hmm. That the kids were no longer scared. I mean, you needed more to scare them, you know? Like, and the kid was watching watching zombies or watching aliens, and it was like, it was, it was so, like, whatever. I've seen this before. It's a repeated thing. So, yes. and that's how they get you. Oh, look, it's, we've seen this before, you know? But we gotta keep in mind as Christians to uh, our testimony, you know, to yeah. be uh, clean per se, you know, to be to be a good Christian, to keep mind. Now, with this we are not saying that uh, everybody should go with the uh, to the beach with a whole ro- whole robe uh, covering <laughs> yeah. everything, but uh, just be mindful about that. <laughs> my 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 question, I'll, I'll ask you guys because I I think you brought a very interesting point of view, Brian, with that example. What do you guys, that kid, right? That has seen zombies and this and that. And and like, first of all, do you think a kid should be, should be watching all that stuff? And second of all, do you guys think that kid, that specific kid that has been desensitized, do you think of that kid as strong in the sense of, like emotionally strong to be able to deal with that stuff. I'll I'll let you go Sebas first. Wow. Ah, <laughs> uh, bueno, eh, empecemos la pregunta por partes porque tiene dos partes. Vamos por partes. Primera, debería un niño... in English, please. <clears throat> oh, oh. Why are you talking in Spanish? I'm like, wait, wait, wait. It changed. Oh, Emmanuel, okay. Esto también lo tienes que editar porque yo no me quedo con esto. No, man. It's part of the episode. I'm, I'm listening. I'm like, uh... me salgo. Me salgo ahorita mismo. This is, this is good stuff, bro. No, bro. Wow. Hilarious. Se me equivocaron los cables. Se me equivocaron los cables. I was like, wow. 
I was okay. I'm like, okay, is he gonna like say it and then like come back and translate himself? Okay. Yeah, that's what I that's what I you know thought for a second, but like, he just kept going. He just kept going. He was in the flow, you know. He just, I'm in the spirit. Let me say it. <laughs> the Spanish Holy Spirit, man. Es que estaba pensando en español. <laughs> All right. So, well, this is a question of two parts, and uh, I'm gonna answer it uh, by two answers. First one, uh, the first question is, should a kid be watching zombies and ghosts and horror stuff? I personally don't think so. If I have a kid or when I get my kid, I'm going to be really careful with what he's watching. And I think horror stuff, uh, zombie stuff, all those stuff of stuff are not thing for are not good things for him to watch. Number one, because they're kids, they'll get the skirt initially. And the, it's not an issue to be scared. Everybody's going to get scared up, up to a certain point. But we have to teach them how to deal with those emotions that are coming to him. Is he supposed to hide under the blanket and then not come out because he's afraid of the zombies or the monsters or the ghosts? Or what is he supposed to do with that? We're supposed to teach him how to deal with those emotions that are coming and how a Christian man, or if I have a daughter, I don't know what I'm going to get, but, or mm -hmm. how a Christian woman is supposed to deal with that. So I'll be really careful with that, especially because also those movies uh, are usually PG 15, 16, and they, I'm pretty sure a teenager shouldn't be watching that. So yeah, no, absolutely not. Mm -hmm. Now, Would I consider that if a person that it's a, that has already watched so much of that, is that person strong? Uh, that's, that's something that, uh, how can I put it? Let's suppose there is a kid in school and he's being bullied every day. With that kid, there is two possibilities. Either he stops caring about the bullying and he just keeps living his life or he feels like a victim and he decides to go commit uh, something crazy like suicide or killing or whatever. In the scenario that he decides to keep living as whatever, I wouldn't say that it is necessarily a strength, but I will say that it was a blessing that the kid leaned toward that path and that God used that to form a little bit of the character of the child. Maybe it wasn't the way that he, that he was supposed to deal with that, but he ended up dealing with that and he ended up dealing it in a good way. So in this situation, maybe the kid wasn't supposed to be watching zombies and stuff, but maybe up to a certain point, God can use that to form his character to not be afraid of. Now, If then after that, the kid starts uh, sharing that to scare his uh, classmates or uh, other people and start doing uh, kid stuff, uh, but mean kid stuff, then in that way we can say, no, that's not strength. That's, that's evilness over there. <laughs> yeah. What do you think, Brian? Well, so in the beginning, I had my mindset of one thing. After hearing Sebas, my mind changed a little bit. <laughs> um, 
it, it's it's an interesting topic. You know, I have a son, and um, of course, in my house, and when we go to church, you know, and the family come over, uh, he's gonna get used to a kind of uh, love, a kind of uh, understanding of a you know what it is to be a good person, what it is to be a Christian, um, and. But this is in my house, right? But when he goes outside into the school, we might find a child who is not in a house of love and a house of a Christian, and they just wanna, you know, kind of break it down because they're down in some kind of way. Uh, yes, it, it, you know, in in the house we see the zombies and we see the aliens, but you know, for example, uh, but out there we see a kid who, you know, could be the zombie, could be the alien, could be the thing that it could be harming him. So I say I will let him watch it with my supervision while explaining. Listen, Isaiah, this is a zombie. It is not real, okay? Uh, but the world thinks it is, and the world sees it this way. But, you know, when you go out there, uh, people will tell you a lot of stuff. People who have, you know, not the same uh, level of maturity that yeah. I'll teach. They'll teach our, our children or ourselves, uh, because you know, you know, Manny. Like you have, you have Israel, and of course, you are a good father, and you have, you know, you deal with your stuff with him. But when he's in school, he's he's out there. He's out there in the world. So right. I think as a parent, you have to teach your children how to be how to handle the bad stuff, knowing that the bad stuff out there shouldn't impact you. Somebody an adult, an adult that says something wrong to you, like a like a teacher. We've seen that a lot nowadays where uh there was a, a school teacher in California, a Christian school teacher in California, who got fired because uh, she wouldn't lie to the parents about the gender that their kid decided to be. So she got wow. fired because of that. So we live in a world where uh, it's no longer zombies, it's no longer monsters. Now it's gender this, gender that, trans this, trans that. So I think it's important to teach our children about the things in the world in the eyes of a Christian and how should a Christian deal with it, you know, with love and compassion and understanding, but never waver from your beliefs. Right. Like learn, learn the strategies of the enemy so that you know how to use the power of God against those strategies. Yeah, of course. I'm not going to have my kid watching zombies at three years old or four years old or five years old. You know, yeah. it's not, that's not the idea. Uh, of to do, but I mean, you you have to be ready for us out there, because he comes to destroy, and he don't care. He'll he'll go he'll run through you. You know, I saw a book in uh, Target. It was uh, the ABCs. Well, in their terms, the gay ABCs. You know. Well. Q is for queer. Uh, you know. F is for family, E for equality, uh, G is for gay, T is for trans, 
is that what we want our children to be learning? Is that they're indoctrinating, they're trying to indoctrinate our children into the wrong stuff. And right. we as parents have to be more aware and, and active in protecting our child's minds. Uh, you know, and I think yeah. this podcast is great at doing that. You know, thank you. Indoctr- <laughs> indoctrinating our, our, our children into seeing the good in everything, seeing the bad and discarding it. You right. know, right. That's my yeah. that's my point. That's good. You wanted to say something, Sebas? No, uh, Brian said it all. <laughs> okay. All I wanted to say is that uh, we have to take care of the heart of our little ones, and we have to prepare them. And it's better sometimes for you to tell them, "Hey, listen, this is what um, I think. It's uh, this is something that it's necessary. I think I've said this on a different episode." This is what uh, pornography is. This is what um, sexuality is. This is what a family is. This is how the babies are born. Those are conversations that are tough to have. But it's better for our kids to have those conversations with us than with somebody else. Yeah. Because their friend from school is not going to tell him the godly way about that. It's going to tell them, oh, pornography is good. You should watch it. Oh, uh, go to this website. When that happens, we we will have lost the fight for the heart of our child. So right. it's better for us to be aware of this. And we have to be strategic on how to tackle those things. Now, I'm not saying that at two, three years old, you should be tackling that. But you should be careful. Because nowadays, kids around the age of five, six years old, they're starting to deal with those things. And that also leads me to an extra point. This is something I'd say. We have to be conscious about the education that we're giving our kids. Parents, don't get your kids into public school. Worst mistake ever. Get your kids into a Christian school. And not any Christian school. I will say a classical Christian education school. Because that's necessary for our kids to learn a godly way of living. It's not a matter of only teaching the child, oh, this is what you should think. So start thinking like that. No, you have to teach the kid how to think. And that's right. something that we as fathers have to start encouraging. So, yeah, on my note, that's what I will say. All right. Good. Okay. Um, let's uh, let's keep going with the um, with the flag, shall we? <laughs> <laughs> we went off on a whole tangent. <laughs> I apologize. That was uh, partially my fault. Okay. Yeah, your fault, buddy. <laughs> it was my fault. I just thought it was a really interesting point and a really interesting question that I thought was uh, I had to ask. But so now we're missing the the last opinion of the podcast. Manny, can you please tell us what is your opinion? What is the flag that you will give a my hero academia and why? Okay, so for me. I've been following my hero academia since the beginning. And and honestly, I got hooked from from the very first episode. I was already all in for for this anime. Um, 
to just touch on a little bit of the topics you guys already mentioned. Um, I love the portrayal of the main character, Izuku Midoriya. I love how they portray him as shy, smart, kind, and he wants to save he wants to he wants to be a hero to save people, but you know, he has he has no quirk and and one thing about him is that he he wants to save people even though he is terrified. He's easily scared. He acts on the fact that he wants to save. He focuses on the fact that he wants to save. And he doesn't focus on the villain. He doesn't focus on the evil. He focuses on what good can I do in this very moment? And he goes and he just does it. Um, but honestly, I I personally identify with Midoriya so much um, because for me, I, I I feel, you know, growing up, I, I've always felt like like I was average, like there was nothing special about me. And, you know, I'm I'm always the guy in the background. There's always, you know, the the other people around me are the the important people. And, you know, go and growing up as a Christian, I always did my best to be to be kind to others. And I was always shy and I can relate so much with with Midoriya. Um, and there was there was one thing that that I always wanted when I was when I was a kid and I and I always wanted to be. And um, I'm going to do something a little um, obsolete right now. Um, I want to share real quick a poem that I wrote five years ago about me when I was a kid. So I'm going to do it real quick. And it goes like this. Rewinding, reminiscent in times when I was a young kid. In school when I was so small and afraid I'd never fit in. My friends to me were always bigger and smarter than me. I had no confidence in myself, the real me they never did see. Until one day my teacher, a poem she asked us all to write on what we want to be as our future selves in our sight. I've only ever had one dream, so I wrote it for everyone to know, only to get ridiculed for wanting to achieve my goal. After school, I ran and cried under my covers in my room, hiding behind my headphones and letting the music boom. I let myself be deaf from the words that cut, but I failed to make my heart be blind to the feelings in my gut. I can't be who everyone wants me to be when all of you can see. These broken pieces right through me, I knew I was nowhere close to achieving my life dream, but one day I'll get there, I said with tears like streams. Fast forward to today, as I look back on that day, that dream I was so passionate about, I've lost sight, and definitely without a doubt. My dream feels just so far away now. I hate who I've become, my reflection, I wish to take it down. The person I promised myself that I would never be is staring at me straight through the mirror. How can this be? My God, can you sustain me before it's my turn in the grave? Grant me my dream as a kid, which was to grow up to be brave. That was the poem that I wrote. <laughs> you snapping your fingers like it's uh-huh. a jazz club. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> um, 
So yeah, that I wrote that poem in 2018. That was that was five years ago. I was going through a very tough time in my life, and I remembered that dream that I had when I was a kid. I literally wrote that poem about being brave. That's that's what I wanted to be, and looking back on it now, and I'm just like, it's it's insane how God has his way of of dealing with people or or um raising his children right because i've i've been a christian most of my life raising his children on how he he makes all of the the different quirks or tr our traits so powerful with the people around us with how he blesses his church through our different traits and i can see this clearly in Midoriya because Midoriya throughout throughout um, throughout the whole anime it's 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 easy to be inspired by how he learns how to be a hero and all the things that he learns how, how he supports his team how he has mercy on and we see this in the beginning with Bakugo how he's always admired Bakugo as a kid who's a who's a childhood friend and but Bakugo treats him like garbage. Bakugo treats Midoriya like garbage. But Midoriya sees him as an inspiration to because he because Bakugo wants to be your hero too. And Midoriya sees how strong Bakugo is and he wants to be strong like he is. He always sees the good in everyone and that that part of that is the reason why like he can connect with the people around him the part of that is why people around him can feel can feel free to to get close to him you know what i mean and um and a lot of the things that he that he learns we can we can also we can also learn when it comes to our lives with christ because you know in 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 all of our history in all of in all of history, we all represent people in distress. The pe the people that are in distress in the anime, we all represent them. And Christ is the one true hero for us. You know, and because there is no because there is no life outside of Christ and because he desires that no one perishes, he gave his life in our place so that whoever believes in him will have eternal life and, and life is nothing if it is not Christ. And we, we, you know, throughout, throughout history, throughout history in the Bible, we see how God creates man, how man rejects God and how God makes a way every time to redeem his people. And with the ultimate sacrifice of Christ, he saves us for all eternity. And I love how all might in this case, he, he's not, perfect per se but he is painted in the anime as the perfect hero and i feel like and i remember having a conversation with you brian about this the fact that he is the perfect hero he sheds a light to everyone else following behind him because there is that standard of perfection that has come with All Might, 
people can can strive for that perfection without that light it's it's different because mm -hmm. uh for example we can see this in sports just to use it just to use an example a lot of the greatest players to ever play a sport get pushed past their limits because of their desire to reach the top but with a low top the drive will will be very different and most likely not push you to your very best but because there has been an incredible example to follow they can push harder and harder to do great things and i believe this can apply to our relationship with christ because with christ as our standard who is the perfect standard through the work of his holy spirit in us we can be like Christ and strive for his perfection. Right. And, mm -hmm. you know, I, I can already, I can already hear some people saying, you know, why aim for perfection? Well, you, when you'll never get there, I've heard, I've heard a lot of people say, you know, you're not a perfect person, you know, the, why strive for perfection? But, but if you think about it, try telling that in, in sports, try telling that to LeBron James. Stop striving, stop striving for perfection. Why are you trying to perfect your free throw? Why are you trying to perfect your, your dunk? Try telling that to Lionel Messi or Roger Federer or Muhammad Ali. Mm -hmm. It doesn't make sense. That, that doesn't make sense. The greatest minds overcome adversity and obstacles however they can, and they strive for perfection and are looked at as elite human beings. These examples that I provided, everyone sees them as elite human beings because they strive for perfection. So why, why can't it be the same for us Christians? Mm -hmm. I, I want to add something, uh, you know, in the, I think, first, second episode, I think you said something about it where, where one, of the, that's, you know, one of the other superheroes was in trouble, right? And Deku was there, Sigmundaria was there, and, and the other heroes were there. And, and, and Deku was like, okay, so, but we have this hero here. He'll probably go save him, right? Oh, right. So, well, okay, what about this one? He says, wait, like, it's, it's not them, it's me. I have to go with something. And, and it's, it's cool that he went and did that because that see like i don't know how to explain it i think it's so beautiful the fact that he went because he had a, he had the light that that all might portrays in the show yeah. it reflected from him to all might to do something about it it encouraged all might to go out there and be like you know what because sometimes you know like you said he's not perfect we're not perfect we have our downtime but through us as a family of Christ through like, you know, brotherhood and sisterhood, we can elevate each other. And that's something that I think Deco without knowing did. He went, he did the step and he showed the example to, to all my, to take over and, and, you know, kind of help out. Yeah. I, I, I completely agree. And I love how he, it comes out of him naturally. And I feel like, you know, even, even for those of us that, that might not feel like, it comes naturally to us to 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 be that way to support you know others and stuff that's something that that we strive for as well or that we should strive for and because of 
the Holy Spirit that we have, the power that we were talking about that, you know, the Holy Spirit is within us. Anything is possible. We can do all things, including loving and supporting each other through the Holy Spirit so that we can be that way. And that's something that, that we have to be free, that we have to know that we are free to ask the Lord for. That That's that's when, you know, the scripture says, ask for more of the Holy Spirit. And that's 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 what we should strive for every day as asking more for the whole um, asking for more of the Holy Spirit so that we can continue to to flow with with uh, obedience to Christ, to loving God, to loving our neighbors. And and that's something that that, um, like you said, is admirable about Midoriya. And just to touch on what you said, also, like because of that, All Might is is such a great example to follow for us, you know, through the anime and that standard is just is so relatable with us in real life because we do have that perfect standard. And it does, you know, it it's when we put our eyes on that standard, we put our eyes on Christ, we know that all things are possible. We can achieve it, you know, and we can grow, grow in sanctification in in that way. Um and also also just to touch on something that i really enjoyed about this anime is the is just to touch on a little bit is the complexity of the villains you know you see how some of them become who they are and what they went through and i feel like a lot of us in many ways can see ourselves in them in 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 little things and that causes the viewer to to see some of them with with a with a different type, with a different point of view with with a little bit more mercy as you know people who went through trauma and i feel like this is really important because for us as believers we cannot look upon unbelievers as the villains the villain for us is sin because it's because of sin that we are the way that we are a broken people in need of a savior. And that's what unbelievers are, whether they see it or not. They are broken people that are in need of a savior. And that's what the gospel does. The gospel is for broken people. Not, not you know, it's the, the, the message of the gospel, the good news that Christ came to save us from our sin, our sin that keeps us separated from God. Without his, without his gospel, if we die without the gospel message, will be living in eternity in hell because we have rejected God. You know, it, everything that is good comes from God. And if we reject that good, then all you're left with is bad. <laughs> all you're left with is evil. All you're left with is darkness. And, you know, sometimes we take for granted, you know, um, my life is, you know, some people will say my life is okay right now. Um, you know, I don't, I don't need God in my life right now, but what you don't realize is that God has been part of your life, whether you see it or not, because God is merciful to the believer and un the unbeliever in the sense of he makes it rain and shine on both of them. So the days, the good days that you have is because you have them because God is good, because God is merciful and you put your faith in those good days and not the person who gave those good days to you.
So you you so you can say to yourself, um, you know, um, God has never done anything good for me. I'm gonna I'm gonna just live my life. You know, I'm happy the way I am. But even the things that make you happy in some in one way or another, God is involved in that in what in in some way. The the union that you may have with your family, God is involved in that. The in the in the things that you you um you know you may ha find happiness with with a with a loved one you know and 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 it's a beautiful thing that you guys have god is involved in that as well but if we don't give glory to the giver to the creator instead of the creation we're still lost we st we still haven't arrived at at the fountain of ha of of true peace of true life that is that is eternal we missed the whole point we missed the whole entire point focusing on the creation and not the creator so yeah in the in and and in this case looking at you know looking at these things we must ask we have to ask god to help us to to love the people that we think are the villains you know uh, the bible says love your enemies and we have to ask god for help because that's not an easy thing to do to love your enemies that's that's truly something that the holy spirit works in us to do and i feel like we can see that clearly in in how midoriya is you know Bak bakugo is is constantly trying to be his rival constantly pushing him down and midoriya just has this mercy on him that little impact that little way that the that way that he is you know bakugo just doesn't understand it 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 brings Midoriya peace, but it drives Bakugo crazy. Mm -hmm. Bakugo is is you know sometimes loses his mind with how Midoriya is, because of how Midoriya acts, and he's the one that's suffering. Bakugo is the one that's suffering. His ego is suffering. His ego is suffering, and Midoriya is completely fine, because he has no resentment towards Bakugo for all the things that he does. Oh, he's like saying like I don't want to hurt you, man. Like. He's, in, he's like doing defense, avoiding him. Uh, he's just so. Listen, I'm gonna, I'm gonna just step back, let you do your thing, and that will. I think that's what bothers Bakugo so much, the fact that he is his self ego. I am the best. Nobody's better. You know mentality that a lot of people have, uh, but it, it kills him that this. Quirkless, weak, cry baby per se that he calls him. Yeah, uh, you know because he, he. I think we can talk later about the the name Deku, which he was given by Baku. Baku will call him Deku as a like as a puppy, like a rag doll that doesn't right. do anything. You know, but later in the anime, you see how uh, that takes a big part uh, uh, in the anime. How, like in the Bible. God changes your name. God changed the name of some people uh, from bad to good. And right. uh, yeah, you know, I think it's so cool. I, 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 I love the development that, that it goes through the anime too. Yeah, I like that connection that you made, how, how God mm -hmm. gives you a new name, a, a new nature, how he renews everything. And it's how the, the, the enemy or the devil had meant it for evil, but God made it 
into something good and that's, that's Amen. awesome that was a good that was a good point i also think and uh, this is something that we were uh, talking in our church recently that sometimes when we see the goodness in others that will reflect or that will show us the evil that is within us and that will makes us uh, feel hatred uh, feel um, have all those feelings of uh, jealousy envy etc etc and then take it out against the other person and when i see bakudo and midorilla that's exactly the image that comes to me because he sees this guy that is quirkless that cannot do anything that it's not supposed to be running for him and then he's behaving like a hero even though he is not a hero so that makes him feel frustrated because he has the quirk he has the power he is the one that is supposed to be the hero and he's the one being saved <laughs> right when we see that we also see the human nature within us yeah. bakugo up to a certain point he represents us we right. don't like to see our uh, bad stuff especially when other show it through his good actions to us right but this also gives us hope that in the future we could strive to be like the other person and we could be more like jesus christ right and but and in this case if we take bakugo as the example bakugo should we get be inspired by by midoriya's goodness to to be not not to be like midoriya per se but in his own way allow the goodness of midoriya to complement his quirk as well you know what i mean because he mm -hmm. tends to be you know a little a little explosive he's he's very um that's his power is quirk explosion yeah yeah explosion and that's exactly how his personality is mm -hmm. and you know that a person uh, a person you know might tend to be that that way you know a little explosive and i believe that that you know christ can can use that to for for his glory in in many different ways and i'm not saying that god uses one specific way or anything but god can use us for his glory to mend it to mend that trait or to to chisel it so that he can use it for to grow to for him to grow in godliness for him to grow in in sanctification you know so and i feel like i feel like with 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 those types of you know when we're talking about you know villains and and you know people who who are you know maybe have some 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 darkness about them we have to ask god to help us to love them sincerely to so so that they may see christ in us and pray and ask god that when when they see when they can see christ in us they can they can have that same reaction as bakugo <laughs> how he sees the goodness in midoriya and it's like i don't understand why how are you like this how how are you how do you still have this peace how are you still smiling how are you still so happy and and they can see that and and they can say you know how like like literally have let's have a conversation why are you this way we, that's the moment that where we can talk about god where we can talk about christ where we can talk about how we depend on 
the Holy Spirit that God has given us because we're inspired by the perfect standard, you know, and and pray and hope hope that they may be changed by that encounter, by that conversation. And they they desire to have to put their faith in Jesus as well. So and we, we can learn this completely from Midoriya, who has uh, a merciful heart. And we can see that very clearly. And he desires to to redeem. And all of these things from Midoriya are an admirable trait. And so I went through a lot. But and with, and with all of the, the things that we've already talked about, um, some the things that we need to be careful with, the, the skin exposure, the cleavage and all that stuff, um, the character that we talked about that says some perverted stuff that's not that's not a good example. Um, you know, this this anime has a lot of action, a lot of craziness going on, and it can be really gruesome sometimes it's not gory but but it it can it can be a little gruesome but with all of this in mind and honestly i wish that we could get into more stuff and you know we'll we'll go over that in a second but um i believe this anime oozes christian values way above any negative values and the weight is overpowering and for that reason, I give My Hero Academia a green flag. Yo sabía. Yo sabía. It's good, man. It's good because we were looking at it. I mean, he is. I think every character has a characteristic of a Christian within them. You know, like, uh, like Manny was saying, the civilians are the Christian people. The civilians are the people of the world. And, and somehow your gift uh, might help one person and your gift might help the other, uh, but it is usable, you know? In, in, the, in the Christian world, we have uh, different, different uh, places, different gifts. There could be the singer, there could be the worship leader, there could be the pastor, there could be the deacon, there could be the guy who makes us a sound engineer, the camera person, the guy who goes to the, to the houses and, and pray for the people, the guy who goes to the church, uh, goes to prison. You know, there's always a place that God has for you. You have to ask God, God, you gave me this gift. How will you want me to use it? And only use it for the glory of God, you know, uh, and lot and and lots of times God will God will do something in someone's life that is com completely not what we expected, and we can take a a very deep example in the thief that was hanged next to Jesus, where his entire life he he there was you know he did nothing good he was he was you know. He did all these terrible things and he was being hanged next to Christ. And he sees, he looks upon Christ and he asks him for mercy. You know, remember me when, when you go up in heaven. And what does Jesus tell him? He says, I, I, I say to you today, this very day, you will, you will be with me in the kingdom. And that it's like how impacting that that one testimony 
of that one thief has been has has brought people to Christ because that is it, it's just I'm 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 without words of how how much that testimony has 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 meant to to me how I can I can come to Christ even with the worst things that I've done and I can I can ask for mercy I can ask him for help and that is just sometimes God uses us in ways that we don't understand and that we might not see this very moment but God will bring glory to 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 himself through you if you put your faith in Christ and and you know it it goes much more than what we see because it's it's all a ripple effect also you know in in, in little ways that we minister to one person can that one person may become an influencer for example and influence many people because of that conversation that you had with him and it's you know god god just works in mysterious ways that's true but yeah um so <laughs> so as you gave it a yellow flag me and brian give it a green flag and uh this is no competition but we win um, <laughs> i'm just kidding <laughs> I'm just messing with you, bro. I, love I know, I know. Either way, I'm gonna be humble and I'm gonna say okay. <laughs> <laughs> Did you so so Seth, after hearing uh Manny's and mine uh you know description of what we think the anime should be flagged as, do does your mind change a little bit or are you still uh, put down in your core belief that is the this is the flag. thing. Since the beginning, I've said I, I, I have a predicament within me because I want to give it a green flag. I truly, truly want. But there are things that I see that uh, sometimes makes it difficult. For example, there is one character that to use her quirk, she has to open up the clothes on her breast. So I'm like, why? <laughs> That's so unnecessary. <laughs> I mean, they don't show anything. Yeah, right. They don't show the specific. Yeah, they don't show. Uh, yeah, but do you know yeah. what that appeals to? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I can, I can see that, and I and I don't I don't disagree with you. But it's still minuscule compared to how much we can is, learn from it. Is is, is that the main is that the main reason why you have it as a yellow flag, or is there more? Uh there are a couple more, but as Manny said, <laughs> this won't be oh. the last episode for this uh, type oh, of yes. series. Okay, okay. We will I... discuss it more in depth. Okay, uh, okay. I wish I could keep more depth over here, but this is a flag review. <laughs> okay, I, I understand. And um, just to wrap this episode up, um, first of all, Brian, thank you so much for joining us on this episode. It's been amazing your inputs have been incredible i've learned so much and it's just it's just been awesome and i and i i really really thank you i'm very grateful that you came thank you for inviting me i i really have learned a lot from both of your perspectives uh manny and sebas equally uh thank you for inviting me it's been awesome i hope this keeps repeating because i enjoy it uh, it was a lot of fun, you know, talking about anime and God is, for me, it's a perfect mix, you know. Right. I yeah. agree with you. And that's why I'm really happy to have you here, my friend. Thank you. Thank you.
Yeah. Um, yeah, we definitely, as, as we discuss, and, and this is the plan, we are going to be doing season reviews for My Hero Academia. So soon we will start working on those and it's going to be a fun ride. I'm, I'm certain. And uh, we'd love to have you back, Brian, for, for those episodes, because we know that you have a lot of input on this anime that, that is awesome and that can help us really digest and extract Christian values from it because it's, it's just so deep and it's, and it's, it's so complex that it, it's just, it's like a treasure that just doesn't end in my opinion. So, um, so yeah, so, so for our listeners out there, keep following us and, and, and what, and listening to our episodes and, and join us, continue to join us on this journey. Thank you for, for listening up to this point. A quick shout out to, to the people that are listening internationally. We got some, some listeners from Egypt, from Japan, from Spain, Ethiopia, Shout out to them. It was really cool. And uh, we really hope that you guys are enjoying the podcast and really ho hoping that you guys will continue to join us on this journey. So that's it. That's been our flag episode and uh, for My Hero Academia. And until next time, grace and peace. Bye. Bye-bye. Thank you guys so much for joining us on this episode of the Adonami Podcast. Don't forget to subscribe and leave us a rating. You can also follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Adonime Podcast. Until next time, grace and peace.